world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone. <laughs> the views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. You probably wonder why I'm sitting clear over here today. Because I have a guest sitting here who isn't here yet. I don't know whether he's helicoptering in. I don't know what's going on. But the one, the only, the infamous Chad Estes is here. And he's probably getting a helicopter from the bedroom down to the multi-million dollar studio. So we're waiting for Chad to come rolling in here. I got my, got my new shirt on. Just say no to Satan, which is kind of the theme of yesterday's show. Wasn't it? Just say no. Just just freaking say no. Hey, just say no. No. So I, I, wrote, I wrote something down here. How about this? How, if there's a theme, we ought to get shirts made on this. Because until we are willing to do what I'm about to tell you to do, we're not going to win. Because we're not, we're not winning in our families. We're not winning in our communities. We're not winning in our churches. And, and the, the floodgates are down, <laughs> open down, just waiting for somebody or something to rise up. That's why the FBI snooping around everybody. In the, uh, that's, why, that's why it's all going on. Because, see, the left is crying, all hands on deck, all hands on deck, because they're in a position of power and authority right now, and they see it slipping through their fingers. They know it before we know it. And so here's the theme for the day. One of the most difficult words for some reason for people to say. You ready? This is this has got to become your mantra. Stop it. That's wrong. How hard is that? Stop it. That's wrong. Stop teaching our kids to cut off their penises. Stop it. That's wrong. Amen. Stop teaching our children to sleep around and life has no meaning. Stop it. That's wrong. Right? How hard is this? How hard is this? Stop it. That's wrong. Stop teaching that racist gobbledygook in our schools. Stop it. That's wrong. Stop. Stop. Teaching our children that our founding fathers were all racist and homophobes and bigs. Stop it. That's wrong. And until we stand up and start doing it, they're going to keep doing it. Stop it. That's wrong. Boom. It's got to start in our homes. It's got to start in our churches. It's got to start on our jobs. So we Listen, we have to become judgmental. Amen. Stop it. That's wrong. All right, I feel better. That's the theme here this morning. We're going to do some communion here. Get ready for that. Uh, oh, my God, a lot going on. Got a lot going on. Uh, let me shut up real quick. Myra, say a prayer. Get us in here. I'm, hey, I'm going to bring Chad Estes. He's going to sneak in here. Folks, listen. 63 pounds Chad Estes has lost. 63 pounds. Now, wait, wait, ask yourself this. Wow. I've got to look around here. How the hell you get that fat? But, but anyway, he got that fat and lost 63 pounds. Yeah, he, he walked out of that. I picked him up at the airport yesterday. He flew on, in on Air Force Five. And, and uh, when I picked him up, he walked through that. I thought, who the hell's that? Yeah, I think hell. I think that sometimes. Who, who is that? It was Skinny Chad. Skinny Chad. So Myra, pray us in. Joe, we'll get some communion going here. And then, boy, we got some stuff we got to dive into real quick. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. 
At least you didn't say morning, beautiful people. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting somewhere. Well, the huddle people are beautiful people. They're not Good. all beautiful. Stop that. Yes, not all Go ahead. Um, it is written, the reading today is going to be from Galatians 5.15 through 18. That is Galatians 5.15 through 18. Thank you, Myra. Thank you to you. Go, you're up. Go, go. Okay, but if she bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. Boy, but if ye bite and devour one, there must be some of that going on, huh? But if you do, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. Go ahead. This I say then. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So in other words, just say no. Just say no. Walk in the spirit, and you can just say no. Okay, go ahead. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit. Hmm. And the spirit against the flesh. And a battle going on, yep. And they are contrary, the one to the other, that ye cannot do the things that ye will. Hang on. It doesn't say that you will not. It says that you cannot. Those are not the same. You get? Do you get it, folks? Just say no. But you can't just say no if you're not walking in the Spirit. Because if you're not walking in the Spirit, you will fulfill the lust of the flesh. And if you fulfill the lust of the flesh, then you cannot do the things that you want to do. It's so simple, isn't it? It's so simple. That's why he lost 60-some pounds. He decided I was going to stop eating. I can't walk in the... All right, let her Okay, go ahead. 18. Yes. Yes, coach. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Amen. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Heidel. And we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. You know what I wish you guys could experience just once? Just once. I wish you could experience the feeling I get when the anointing hits me. I just once wish you could feel that. Because that's why I know that the Holy Spirit is real. It's it's like I've never used drugs ever in my life. I never smoked marijuana. Never in my life. Drank a lot of beer. And if somebody asked me what, what it feels like to be drunk, I would I know because I've been drunk. If somebody asked me what it's like to be stoned, I've never been stoned. I don't know what it's like. I can't explain. I think I get it. I think when you get stoned or when you get drunk, you do stupid stuff, right? I find out that when I get anointed, I do smart stuff. And I actually feel it. I actually feel that anointing. A download. It's a download. Like it's a download. Surge comes down like surge came down from Buffalo. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like. Right. Okay, Joe. All right, Joe. Let's get. Everybody got some elements, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. All uh, right, buddy. I'm going to read from John six forty-seven to fifty-eight. John six forty-seven. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. Amen. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread Mm. that I will give is my flesh which I will give for the life of the world. Amen. Can you move it to the, the verse? Scroll down. There we go. The Jews, therefore, strove, about, uh, strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us flesh to eat? Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, Ye have no life in you. Whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up 
at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. Mm-hmm. As the living Father hath sent, uh, sent uh, me, I live, and I live by the Father, so that he eateth me, even he shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Amen. That's good news. So I'm, we're gonna I'm gonna read from as we take our uh, take our communion from First uh, Corinthians eleven twenty three to twenty six. The Lord Jesus, that night, the same night which, uh, in which he was betrayed, took bread. So we're going to say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you as a family of brothers and sisters across this nation and this world. And we are so grateful that you had a father that would sacrifice his only begotten son for us. And... We ask you. We ask that you bring us, bring us, cleanse into your sight, and give us our sins and transgressions, as we ask forgiveness for these things that we have done wrong against you, Lord. And we ask that you bless this bread and this wine or drink. It represents your body and your blood that you sacrificed and shed for us. And we thank you so much that we're that our spirits are at the right hand of the Father, part of your body far above these problems we have here as we take this communion today and celebrate our new life with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And when you're given thanks, he break it and, and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood this do ye oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me for as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup you do show the lord's death till he come thank you lord thank you everyone amen Thanks, Joe. You know, Coach, uh, when you've been on uh, fasting for three days, communion bread is a whole different. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. That's what, Joe, that's why I said Chad's lost 63 pounds. Slide over. Look how skinny he is. 63 pounds. Been doing it how long? That's not Chad. That's the afterbirth. What, what since April. Been doing it since April. April, 63 well pounds. Well done, sir. Yes, sir. It's hard. Congratulations. It's hard. Folks, listen, listen. It's, it's not that skinny people are more righteous, right? But the ability to be able to do that shows our ability to control our fleshly desires. There's nothing a man wants to do more than eat, maybe have sex. Those are the two main things. If you can control those two urges through the power of the Holy Spirit, then you're, uh, you're well on your way to saying no. Just say no. Just say no. That was a theme yesterday. And kind of the theme theme here today. So Chad uh, Chad came into town because he's gonna we're gonna go to Michigan tonight this weekend. We got an event going on up in Michigan. Have uh, love to have all of you join us. But if you can't, you can't. And uh, <clears throat> it's just basically all day tomorrow. And so we'll drive up about four and a half hours and, uh, tonight this afternoon. No, we're flying the helicopter. We're flying that helicopter, yeah. And then we'll be back on on Sunday. Be home Sunday night, and then Chad will fly out of here on Monday. <coughs> so. Uh, <clears throat> We're going to talk about several things here today, but I want to show you something that for, uh, where where do you want me to go with this, Lord? Pull up Glenn Beck. Pull up Glenn Beck. I was really encouraged yesterday. Somebody sent this to me. Glenn Beck did a show on on, uh, Wednesday night, last Wednesday. Glenn Beck's a 
a Mormon, Church of the Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. Now, I, you know, you could talk to a Mormon just like you could talk to a Catholic. You could talk to, <clears throat> if you ask a lot of people, uh, what religion are you? They will give you their denomination. That's how little we understand. What religion are you, Chad? I'm Methodist. No, no, no. Well, I guess that is the religion you are. Yeah. You ask me what religion are you, coach? I'm going to say I'm a Christian. Right? I'm a Christian. So you ask somebody, what are you? They say, I'm a Catholic. What are you? I'm a Mormon. I'm a what, what, whatever. And we take on these titles and really, really, we don't, don't even know. Because it doesn't matter what your religion is, your title is. If you've not, if you've not received Jesus Christ as your Savior, I, I don't care what. You can be whatever you want to be. doesn't matter. You, you can follow whatever rules and regulations some church tells you you have to do. You can do all you want to. That's why I constantly say that a lost Jew is no better, no different than a lost Muslim. They're lost. They haven't received Jesus Christ as their saviors. So uh, knowing that and understanding that, uh, there's, there's a lot of similarities. Glenn, as I said, Glenn Beck, Beck's a Mormon. And I think probably in a lot, lot of circles, that's not considered Christianity. A lot of circles. Even though they call themselves Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, it's a version of Christianity. All with me on that? I'm not trying to make anybody mad. Anything that says uh, Jesus plus is not Christianity. Is that what I said, Chad? I love Jesus, and I got to do this. I love Jesus, and I got to uh, keep this holy day. I love Jesus, and I got to do this. It's not Christianity. Now, wait a minute. That doesn't mean we should ignore the holy days and the feasts. That's not, I'm not saying that either. But the holy days and the feasts are not prerequisites of salvation. Anybody want to argue with that? Anybody want to argue with that? So that's how we end up with denominationalism, right? So Glenn Beck's a, a Mormon. But I swear he's been listening to Coach Dave live. I swear he has. Go ahead, go ahead and play just a couple minutes of this. Well, hello, and welcome to the Wednesday night special. I'm glad you're here. You'll have to tell me in about 50 minutes if you were glad you were here. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about revival and faith. Uh, I truly believe there is coming a time shortly that if you are not aligned with God and exercise and just stop dismissing, well, that's my voice. No, when you start to hear things, if you're connected to God, that is the spirit. And there is coming a time where you will not survive if you don't have that as a constant companion. Revivals uh, and the Great Awakening, it doesn't happen in the churches. It usually happens in spite of the churches. And we are not fighting a battle with Republicans and Democrats or flesh and bone. We are fighting evil. We are fighting evil. So I want to talk to you about what you're up against and what your church is up against. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, I've had multiple people say to me, I don't understand why my, why, my, why my church isn't, you know, really taking a leadership role or a bigger stance on abortion. I, I don't know why they've gone silent on the LGBTQ push on religions or, or why they're cooperating with the, the government on things that are going to drastically change our church. They wonder why some churches seem to be adopting woke ideology and why there isn't a united front when it comes to the government and cracking down on things, even like, I don't know, closing down our church services. Watching our show. And I why are pro-life activists being scooped up all over the country? You're going to meet one of them tonight. I'm excited to talk to him. First time I've talked to him. The summer of rage. We had George Floyd, rioters all over given a hall pass. In fact, the vice president said, hey, here's where you can donate to help bail these people out. You remember that? Let's just call this for what it is. And then let's take a stand. Because we all know what these pro-life activists have in common, don't we? I'll bet you 99% of them are Christians, and I'll bet you 80% of them are Catholics. Probably. Of course, the government would never say that. But I want you to take a look at the people the government is now rounding up. People burned our cities to the ground. These people are facing 11 years in prison. I'm going to come back to these people later on in the show, but I I want you to meet Eva Zastro. She's the daughter of one of the preachers that is now being prosecuted by Biden's DOJ. 
Look at how dangerous. Oh, no, she's not dangerous. Look how dangerous she is, right? Dangerous pro-life activists. Wow, at abortion clinics. Okay, watch. years old, I watched a video of the hard truth for the very first time, and God broke my heart about abortion. I've been in this battle on the streets since before I was even born, and I was raised in Operation Save America with this um, pro-life, let's love children, let's love God, let's end the killing all of my life. Okay, good. We got to send it. Send in the SWAT team for the love of Pete. Did you see how dangerous and crazy she is? I mean, she merely made no sense. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens Sunday morning, you know. You, you see that and the altar call. I mean, that sounds nice. Now compare that to the images of some of the recent left-wing protests. Where was the FBI and DJ, DOJ on all of this? Remember? Oh, Donald Trump is, he's going he's gonna to come in marching with an army. The religion of social justice gets an automatic get-out-of-jail-free card. And if you don't think this is a religion, you're mistaken, and I'll show you a little later on in the program. True religion is a target. And in the process, we become demoralized. Don't let that happen. There's a Gallup poll out now. It's a year old, but it revealed Americans belonging to a church, a synagogue, a mosque, anything, dropped to 47%. In 1999, this number was 70%. That decline should scare the crap out of you because we're fighting a spiritual war. You don't have to consider yourself a member of a church or religious. But if you do, you are now the minority in this nation. Why are some wow. people experiencing things that feel off in their church? Why does society seem antagonistic towards religion? Why does the government appear to be part of all of these? Well, there's an answer to that question, and I wanted to zero in on it tonight. Because if they, we are a nation that doesn't have faith, and we are falling as quickly as we are into darkness and evil, well... I believe we'll be swept off the face of this land. And a nation that doesn't have a God, well, you're, you're less than nothing because evil perverts. It doesn't usually destroy. It perverts and will be done. A couple of weeks ago, I showed you this chalkboard here. I don't know if you remember this chalkboard. Okay, it was how to demoralize. Right put, it in the, put it in the chat, Jonathan. Put that in the chat, folks. This is, this is well worth watching. Well worth watching. So, uh, I have with me tonight an analyst who I've flown in all the way from um, Moody, Texas. What's your response? Get over saying see ya. Okay. <clears throat> Let me hear from the analyst here. What, what do you think about what you just saw there? Well, I think that what it is is that he's, uh, I think the Lord's working on many people at the same time. And he's, and he's sending out this message. Whether he's a, well, he's a, well, he's a, He's a religious man, whether he's a Christian well, or not. Yeah, and whether he's an active listener or not, I don't know. But uh, I think I know that the Lord is giving things. You know, I know the same message to many people. Yes, because there's times that you know uh, I say something, you know, uh, and, and then you say something. And I'm like, we didn't talk. You know, uh, Quail talks about that uh, with the other guys, and so no, the Lord's working. He's on the throne. He's not taking any time off. You know, and and neither is the evil. Uh, and you know, that's the things that. So the Lord's ambidextrous. Is that right? In other words, we're, we're, we're watching his right hand, wishing he'd get something done, and he's tweaking it over here. He doesn't have all the players in place yet. He's, he's doing things that we can't understand. That's why I come in here and tell you confidently every day we're winning. We're winning. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't look like it, but we're winning. The Glenn Beck, I don't know as far as popularity of his show, probably what, top three in the, top three in the world probably? Who would be ahead of Glenn Beck? Who would be ahead of Glenn Beckett? Anybody know? Oh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Well, it's got to be Rachel Maddow. Rachel She's Maddow. Probably got to be the number one. So the number one, <laughs> the number one talk radio. He's a giant talk radio giant in America. Sean Hannity. Maybe they're there. I don't know. Uh, Glenn. Well, see, listen. Yeah. Glenn ain't talking conservatism, folks. He's not talking conservatism. He's talking Christianity, mm-hmm. and he's pointing out 
to all the world and all of his listeners, uh, the churches are bunk. That's what he. That's what he just said. The churches are bunk. They're toothless. They're toothless. Yeah, We're forty-seven percent yeah. of people now consider themselves Christians, and so he's he's given us a wake-up call, saying, "Well, uh, the lions, the lions are at the door, and the lions now that they've got us cornered, they're going to devour us. They're going to devour us." That's as you go in and watch Glenn. It's he, it's a good. It's a good forty-some minutes. It's worth watching. Unless you speed it up, you can speed it up. That's what. Which is you know, what you I were do. talking about the Supreme Court, you know, uh, something like that on there before. But you know, Supreme Court, you notice that there's no Protestants on the Supreme Court. No, nope. there's only Catholics and Jews. Okay, there's not even any atheists on it. So, are they really a real representation of of, of America? No, certainly That's not. What it's supposed to be. That's right. That's right. And so, again, if we don't see, they're trying. We ought to start get smarter. This thing. See, we are now the minority. We ought to start demanding minority rights, shouldn't we? 47%? Well, we ought to have a protected class. That's what we ought to do. So ask yourself who's this. Gonna, who's going who's gonna to vote for I mean, you know, who's going to fight for us in there? Of, of those 47% <laughs> of Americans who are Christians, how many are real Christians? Because Jesus told us that broad is the way, narrow is the gate. Many come, few find it. Jesus said they knocked on the door and said, hey, look, look, look at all this good stuff we're doing in your name. He says, uh, pardon me, who are you coming here and seeing? I don't, what's your name again? So it's very, very clear all throughout the scriptures that it ain't a majority, folks. It isn't a majority. And so what the Lord is doing is he is honing and sharpening his team. He's getting getting rid of those who look good in a football uniform. You know what I'm talking about? See, you never coach, so you don't get it, right? They They meet the eye test. They look like football football players, they look tough, they look mean, but you put the game film on and they're big pussies. Oh, I shouldn't say they're big sissies, right? They look it, but they can't they can't deliver it. They can't deliver it. And I remember I, I won't I gotta be careful what I say. I remember a football player coached one time who he met the eye test. He walked into the room and said, Oh my God, there's an NFL look player. Look at the size of that guy. He had, he was an NFL player, carved shape. Whoa. And he played like a little girl. Played like a little girl. So what the Lord is telling us, uh, get, you, get your guy, get your eyes off of those guys who look like they're playing good because they ain't it. They're not it. Because listen, if if uh, what's his name? If Joel Osteen was the real deal, and TD Fakes was the real deal, and uh, John MacArthur was the real deal, and uh, Rick Warren was the real deal, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in. anybody, anybody picking up what I'm saying? They're not the real deal. They have a form Amen. of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. But by, by, by denying the power thereof, they have given in to the devil. They preach that we have power over the devil, but they don't walk it. Are, are you with me? They preach it, but they don't walk it, right? Boom. And so we have power over the devil in our finances and in our happiness and in our family and in our joy. But we don't have any power over the devil where it really matters. And that's in for control of the minds and the lives of our children and grandchildren and posterity. We have no, we, we don't even want control of it. We don't even, if a pastor stands up and speaks out against the public schools, they'll run him out of town. You know, you know I'm telling you the truth here, right? You know I'm telling you the truth. So I want to I want to encourage you today. Stop it! That's wrong. Stop it! That's wrong. Hang on a second. I'm I'm going to open it up. And let you get in there. And I know Chad wants to say something. Go down to Jordan Peterson. Go down to Jordan Peterson, because I got this from Jordan. You guys know who he is, right? He's a he's a quasi Christian. Jordan Peterson's on his way to Christianity. I think I don't I don't really know if he's there yet. In fact, he would tell you that that it's a journey. He's very early in this journey. But but, but folks, what, what is wrong with us? Why can't we say what he's... Why don't we hear this from our public? Go ahead. You can convert kids surgically. So tell me how we can have, be having this conversation even. Oh, it's yeah. just beyond comprehension. Yeah, it's. it's uh, I think people have very different views. Uh, people, A lot of people just want to tolerate it and say this is fine. Tolerate it's... what? Tolerate what? Castration and double mastectomies for 13-year-olds? Well, yeah, no, seriously, the... oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That's not tolerance. That's that's crossed the line. That is not tolerance. That that is that is an inexcusable silence on the part of the majority, the vast majority, who knows this to be wrong in the deepest possible sense. Most of the bloody Nazi propaganda that led to the extermination policies at the beginning of World War II were predicated initially on compassion and tolerance. 
So this whole, we're being compassionate and tolerant. It's like, no, you're not. You can convert kids. That's it. No, you're not. No, you're not. T tolerating it is contributing to it, folks. Tolerating it, tolerating it is contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Well, for those of you who know to do good and not to do it, to you, to you, it is sin. Amen. Right? Right? And so we look around and we, uh, the pastors and churches are bleeding members and they can't figure out why. Just say no to Satan. Oh, yeah, I got a couple emails about that yesterday, too. Coach Dave, there you go, teaching a different, teaching a different theology. Hey, dudes, let's, let me tell you something. This is a theology-free zone. I ask questions. You decide what you want to believe. I never, ever, once, ever, ever, ever told anybody that they had to believe what I said. And I'll bet you this. I'll bet you some of you probably did a little bit of research yesterday on what we talked about. I bet some of you did. So those of you who say, uh, oh, Coach, you're trying to lead people into this, like, give me a break. I, I've told you before, I don't even know my theology. I don't even know what it is. I know this. The theology I have, somebody else taught it to me. Well, it's a theology of truth. <laughs> the okay, theology that's what we're truth. seeking. That's what we're seeking. Truth. I'm uncovering the and, truth. And, it, you know, it doesn't really matter what the what the theology is. Okay, I always find it just like, look, you, you're you on this climb to the, to the peak of the mountain. One step at a time, we'll find in truth, find in truth. That's it. Amen. And that's what the Lord says. He says, I am a Christian. Uh, I am a, I'm a, a whatever. He says, no, I am the truth. I am the light and I am the way. So or, organized, organized government religion, organized government religion told you that you had to take a vaccine. You had to social distance. You had to lock yourself away from everybody. That's that was an organized government religion. That was an organized government and religion. And they made all that up just sitting in there talking. They had no. And how many believed it? How many believed no, it? And then what happens when a guy like me comes along? They say, "Well, coach, you're a heretic. <laughs> you're a heretic. You're going to be following what everybody else is doing, coach. You're a heretic. Really? Who's the heretic? Now, I don't want to get into the whole vaccine. Yeah, hey friends." Yesterday, they voted to make vaccine mandatory for kids going into school. Did you know that? You know, praise the Lord, we're going to empty the schools once and for all. That's what I say. That's what I say. For those who really, really stand up for the truth, I'm all over the place here this morning. I'm all over the place, right? Is it a flea flicker Friday? Or it is a flea flicker okay, Friday. So, we can be so I can be all over the yeah, place. Be crazy. But I got some good stuff. Hey, you got to see the real Anthony Fauci. If you haven't seen that, Part one, the real Anthony Fauci. My, 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 my. It's, un it's unbelievable. Hey, friends, can I tell you something? The, the, the other side, whatever that means, standing on no truth. Standing on no truth. Boom, let me stop a minute. Mike Heath, if you're still out there, I walked all over you. Tell us what's going on with Dr. Paul Goslin here real quick. If you could. So, I could, <clears throat> Coach, I couldn't sleep last night, so I watched the movie, the whole thing, two hours. The real Unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. Uh, unreal. And just before I watched it, I watched a 45-minute interview that everybody should see with Meryl Nass. Meryl Nass is a – what a what a stud she is, right, to quote Coach. Yep. She's uh, on the international stage, best friends with Bobby Kennedy. So guess what's happening in little old Maine? As Maine goes, so goes the nation. Sunday night – Dr. Merrill Nass will appear with Dr. Paul Goslin in Maine's state capital and the run-up to the midterm. And the purpose of the event, it's being organized by just, just gritty, down-to-earth Maine people. There's no big names behind it or anything. And uh, Nass is showing great Nass is showing great courage in for reasons that I can't uh, express publicly it, doing this this coming Sunday night. And the devil is so all over this coach uh, that uh, Dr. Paul Goslin called me this morning at 5 a.m. and uh, he's got he's got a cold, if you know what I mean. He's he's got a he's got a flu bug, and he's really really sick. But you know what? He's going to be there Sunday night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because he knows not to take that stuff that the that the. Medical religionists told us everybody had to do, right? 
That's right. And so what? everybody can help us by uh, we're going to do a live stream on this uh, subject uh, 830 at com, And then the archive will be out by 930. And, Put that uh, link please. in the chat so people can copy it and have it. GabrielHealthMinistry.com. Put that in the chat. And when, Mike, are you going to, is it going to be done? We're going to do the live stream at 830 and the archive will be up by 930. The archive is what you want to share on Facebook and everything. Uh, because we're going to talk with uh, Lori. Uh, well, anyway, I won't get into the details. We're going to, we're going to go deep. Oh, we're going to jump into the deep end of the pool on this thing with NAS and uh, real Anthony Fauci, Sunday night, Maine, as goes Maine, so goes the nation that, you know, we're going to go do a deep dive on that. Amen. All right, Mike, keep us in the Thanks, loop. Coach. Sure, do what we can here. A couple things that I, I'm going to get you in here, but let me, let me, if I don't get these couple things in, I'm going to forget it. So I want to say it. All right. Number, number one, I've come to this realization. I've been thinking about uh, 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 politics and the vote coming up and yada, yada, yada. Here's what, here's what I've come to realize. I'm not sure I love Donald Trump. Is that okay to say that? Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure I love Donald there Trump. There goes the donation. But I can tell you this. <laughs> I hate his enemies. <clears throat> That's my position. I don't I don't know if I'm in love with Donald Trump, but I know this. I hate his enemies. Yeah. Huh? Okay, hang on real quick. I'm gonna open it up real quick. I want somebody to tell me some of Donald Trump's enemies. These are the people that I hate. In fact, I think maybe the Lord would tell me that I'm to hate them. I don't know. I, again, I'm I'm not a theologian, right? I hate Nancy Pelosi. I hate her with a perfect hatred. Anybody else who know who Donald Ouchie. Trump if you don't listen, if you Amen. don't vote if you don't vote for Donald Trump. You're voting for these people. Give it again, Fauci. Somebody say that. Go ahead. I hate Hillary Diane Ron Clinton for what she's done. Keep going. FBI and Biden and Hunter. Keep going. I hate those. I hate them. You hate those guys? I hate <laughs> them. Go ahead. I hate him. Rebus, Rebus Prince. Prince Rebus. Oh, I hate Prince Rebus. George Soros. George. I hate George Soros. <laughs> I'm not voting for George Soros. Uh, uh, George Bush. George Bush. News media. I hate Obama. Hey, my chat. The Pope. <laughs> the Pope. The Queen the Pope. Klaus Schwab. Yeah. yeah. What's that other guy? Uh, what's that other guy? Hermachi, Chochuchi, whatever he is. Klaus Schwab. I hate, guy. I hate that guy. I hate Bill Maher. Not Bill. I don't hate him so much anymore. I hate all CNN. I hate it. I hate MS. I hate Rachel Maddow. I hate MSNBC. The nighttime comedian Jimmy Kimball and all those losers. <laughs> I hate them. Right? So it ain't Donald Trump to me. I hate those guys. Yeah. You got it? You got it? Because if you don't vote for Donald Trump, that's who you're voting for, folks. Hey, well, what's one, what was the one guy from New York? He was the Senate Majority Leader at one time. Now he's the Minority Leader, and he wore, he wore those red glasses at the end of his nose. <coughs> Chuck Schumer. Yeah, Chuck Schumer. I hate so, Chuck nobody Schumer. Nobody says Chuck. I mean, me. God. I hate Chuck Schumer. <laughs> hey, can you see? Are you listening? Hey, are you ready? I hate, opinion, I, I hate Mike Pence. <laughs> me, I hate Mike Pence. <laughs> I what hate about Paul Ryan. I can't stand Paul. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hate George W. Bush. I'm, I'm sorry. And the Clintons. <laughs> Not just I think people, it wasn't about Trump. I don't think it was about Trump. It no. was about finally someone saying the same things we're saying. I I, I think America sees <laughs> this stuff. They see it. I, there's no way, there's no way that I could ever be convinced. That half this country is blue. There's no way. Donald Trump. No way. I found out today Donald Trump got 18 million more votes than any president in history. 18 in million history. more votes than any president in history. And we think Joe Biden got more. You're, hey, you're dumber than hell. You think well, that? and we don't do anything. <laughs> okay, so hang We're on. Satisfied with I, I'm on this. And I said I was going to open it up. But hang on. A I, I get to you. Hey, pull up. Uh, what's, what's that hey, say? You did for like five seconds. Uh, leave me on. alone, man. I did the show fine when you're not here, all right? <laughs> Uh, Trump embarrasses him. Bring that up. Trump embarrasses them. Trump embarrasses them. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to scroll down because there's a paragraph in this. Trump embarrasses the elite. I'm talking about those on both sides, okay? It's really good. You got to keep reading, but I'm taking it. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, hang on. Right there. Right there. No, back back up a little bit. I'm sorry. <clears throat> right there. Donald Trump looked doing? around and said, what are you doing? Are you crazy? 
You can't have a nation without borders. You can't claim to be a superpower if those borders aren't controlled. You can't possibly have America's national security at heart if all of the nation's hydrocarbon energy and manufactured goods come from overseas powers that hate us. You can't possibly claim to want all Americans to do well if you're committed to stealing their jobs and handing them to our geopolitical foes. You can't possibly wish for America to prosper if you dumb down the public education and replace it with race-baiting, gobbledygook, and gender-bending nonsense. You can't possibly defend America from harm when you let China and other narco-terrorist states flood our streets with fentanyl. You can't possibly keep innocent Americans safe by releasing criminals and handcuffing the police. You can't possibly wish for international peace if you're constantly engaging in endless questionable wars. You can't possibly expect Americans' success over the next century without energy independence, sound money, and an end of Washington quid pro quo money laundering and boondoggle spending. That's it, isn't it? That's it. He said that. No, I'd say that. No, I'd say that. Come on, Brett and Joe Allen. Morning, Coach. Morning, team. Uh, hey, Coach, yesterday morning, uh, my wife and I had a little time together. We had to go down to the guard unit and uh, we read over that 13-0 decision by the CDC, wow. I, I just, the way it looks to me and the way it looks to us, it was, it's not, they have not gone and make it a mandatory for school children. They have gone, and if you don't have insurance from six months to 18 years old, the shots will be free if you care to take them. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't I don't mean to try to correct you, but that's what we got out of that decision. Well, you're allowed to try to correct me. You're allowed. Okay. So you're saying, well, can I say this? The camel's nose is under the tent. It will soon be mandatory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Yep. Hey, folks, yep. mandating, mandating as a requirement, a COVID vaccine for school well, children. it'll be included in the in the the, the shot registry. Hey, Coach, uh, I got it. Go ahead, Brett. Got got to give Jeff Hosler a little credit here. He went and picked up the sound system for us for next weekend and uh, the camera, and we're getting all geared up for that. He and I went around to uh, eight local churches last night and posted our signs on their Good. front doors for next weekend. So. Doing our best. Doing our best. Well, see, here's what you're trying to do. You're trying to do non-denominational government when most people are in denominational government. Right? Everybody believes the government as if it was the Lord, and you guys are counterbalances to it. So it's it's a tough road to hoe. Okay. Well, and Brad, I say one thing. I'd say about Jeff is that uh, you can you can count on Jeff. You can count on Jeff. Yep. Uh, Amen. Amen. Yes, you can. You got, yes, good, hey, good dude. Well, and I, I I mean to give him a lot of credit, not just a little yeah. credit. Amen. I always said the same thing when I was coaching football. I had 100 guys on the team. I was looking for 15. I knew weren't going to quit on me. That, that's 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 maybe about the numbers, right? Maybe pretty close. Joe Allen and Jack. We we have been a police state around this world since World War II. I joined in '82 with the federal government. Retired in 2009. I have not seen one president but Donald Trump make other countries pay for our services. Pay us to be the police state out there. Amen. Amen. So you Good can point, talk sir. bad about a president, but you need to talk about positive of what man has done. Yep. This guy yep. this guy has destroyed other countries in making them pay for our services, mm. not give Amen. away our services like this right. piece of crap we got in there now. That's right. That's right. Well, Go ahead, uh, Jack. Jack, come on in. Hey, hang on a second. Good. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. While he's doing that, uh, pull up Despicables for me there, uh, Jonathan. Go ahead, Jack. Okay, so let's just clear up the thing with the with the uh, vaccine mandates. The CDC has no legal authority. They're an advisory, but they have great influence, and it's right. up to the states. So in Maine, we know that the church is not engaged, so therefore General Mills will 
accept the CDC's recommendations and make it mandatory. In Florida, DeSantis has already said they can pound sand. So it's up to the states. And if we get engaged, we can stop it. If we don't get engaged, the church is the problem, the culpable. That's right. Government's moving back locally again. We've been saying that over and over. Keith, come in then. Roger Gates. Go ahead, Keith. Yeah, this is witchcraft. This is stuff of sorcery in their alchemists. Yep. It's, it's I'm with you, man. Huh? Sure. Go, hey, hey, Keith, the church promotes alchemy. The church promotes it. Well, you know, the, the thing <clears throat> is, is that, see, the same the same group of people that control the CDC also control your other politicians. They're the same ones. Pfizer, Pfizer, all Pfizer. The, all yep, the control. Yep, well, yep. They're, they're the control of the corp- those corporations, too, see? Yep. So uh, yeah, it's just a matter of time. Roger, come on in. Roger Gates. Yeah, Coach, I just wanted to share something that uh, I like. You talk about Rick Warren and some of these guys like that. Uh, these guys have infiltrated the church, and they're they're ruining it because they're yeah. creating the doctrine that's not of the Lord. You know? Evil men have crept in unawares and turned the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature if, more than they, they're, if you if you uh, next month they're having a meeting on Mount Sinai with the Pope and they're going to be pushing the crystal, and Rick Warren's part of that. But yeah, you can go on a Christian radio station, and he's on there every day for a program, you know, Rick Warren. Yep, I'm, I'm telling you about it. Huh? It's getting to the point we got to separate ourselves from people who profess to be saved but aren't. And, we, and you know, I like Jordan Peterson, but he gets invited to late-night talk shows all the time. Yep. With, and, you know, so he rubs shoulders with them. He's not going to, you're not going to get invited to a late night talk show because of the fact that you right. rub, you rub uh, things the wrong way, you know? And I, I, rub, I rub the church the wrong way. And by the way, Roger, at least uh, Jordan Peterson is speaking some type of moral clarity. At least he's yeah. doing that. And I say the same thing for Glenn Beck. I mean, if he's going to say something that's right, that's good. But, but why aren't the, you know, why aren't there people in the church that they're really saved? Why aren't they saying it? You know, you know, yes, that's, we got we got pastors that won't even touch the moral issues. You know, you got people in the they, they, they they've infiltrated the church to some of the denominations. They had Jesuits in there. Masons, people have got in there yep. and you can't yep. talk about open sin. You can't talk about things in, about uh Dealing with the culture can't do none of that because we we want to sit back and, and be good little uh, gray people, you know. Not, uh, okay, so so Christians, here we are. Here's our new mantra, Chad. Let's see if you can do it. All right, try this. Stop it. That's wrong. Stop it. That's wrong. Huh? Ah, that was huh? easy. Stop it. That's wrong. Stop it. That's wrong. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. We just got to be willing to say it. Okay, pull up uh, Trump. No, pull up, uh, what did I tell you? Despicables. Because this is really good, too. The, the, Hillary talked about this. Scroll down, bud. Hillary talked about, there, right there. Hillary talked about the deplorables. But it's not the deplorables that are bad, Chad. It's the despicables that are bad. The despicables. Well, who are the despicables? Scroll back down there, John. You took it all. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Here they are. Here are the despicables. The despicables, I'm going to let Chad read it so he can have his moment. Go ahead, Chad. That's my moment. <laughs> the despicables. <laughs> the despicables are the ones who defend drag queen story hours for children at libraries. Those are despicables. The despicables are the ones who gather, uh, who support gender-affirming care for children. Those are despicables, Chad. The despicables are the ones who oppose the legislation in Florida, House Bill 1557, that forbids classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in first through third grade. Those are the despicables. We're just not sensitive enough to their needs. That's right. No, we just don't we're deplorables. The children have changed. We're, de- we're deplorables. We're, dis- we're okay. The despicables are the teachers who promote transgenderism in the classroom. Yep, that's despicable. The despicables are the ones who want the government to force Christian bakers to bake cakes celebrating same-sex marriage or gender transition. Those people are despicable. The despicables are the ones who oppose state laws prohibiting gender transition treatments for minors. Those people are doubly despicable. 
The Despicables are the ones who support abortion as a form of birth control. Those, wow. They're despicable. The Despicables are the ones who support abortion on demand up to birth. They're despicable. The Despicables are the ones who support taxpayer-funded abortion. Those people are despicable. The Despicables are the doctors who perform abortions. Oh, my goodness, are they despicable. The Despicables are the ones who support gender transition closets in schools. <laughs> I didn't even know a word for how despicable that is. The Despicables are the ones who believe that health insurance companies should cover uh, elective gender affirming surgery. This despic- the despic- They're of their father, the devil, actually. The despic- Now, some of them should. Uh, what about the election surgery to make them better looking? How about that? How about yeah. that? that? Make the world a better looking place. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. no. How about. Uh, how about, and we should probably pay it. How about cutting off the penises of rapists? You're oh, despicable. What was that one that they said? They said cutting off the your grandson said. I don't know. What oh, to say. Oh, okay, uh, uh, stay on script. Uh, stay, stay focused. Okay, quit. Jeez, quit he wants to quit show. Despicables are the ones who support the right of men and boys masquerading as women and girls to use female restrooms and locker rooms and play on girls' sports teams. Hey, that's despicable. By the way, Steve Deck, can I say this? Stop it! That's wrong! Go ahead. The despicables are the ones who see nothing wrong with puberty blockers for gender-confused children. It's despicable. Of course, it doesn't say that they were the ones that confused them. Good point. Good point. The despicables are the ones no, who think that gender distor- dis- confusion is a legitimate medical condition that should be treated with hormone therapy or surgery, those those people are those people are wickedly despicable. So what you see here, this uh, recurring thing is: see, we first confuse them, and then we, we then we make we profit off. That's of right. We make it make okay. a disorder with, and with, treat it with yeah with, yep. with medical uh, malfeasance. Because it comes back to what I said yesterday, right? What's the job of the of uh, the Ezelbub? What is he? Hmm? The confuser. He's a confuser, isn't he? He's the confuser. <laughs> Wow. Despicables are the ones who think gender. Okay, we are, are the uh, despicables are the doctors who mutilate children and the patients who allow it. Aaron, parents, parents, oh, parents, and the cops and the who parents. can't read—they're despicable. And the parents, yeah, right. What is doubly despicable is that some left libertarians are part of the despicable. Mm-hmm. Most of them were also CDC libertarians until they transition to being outspoken defenders of abortion and transgender children. They're of their father, the devil, and the work of their father they will do. And Jesus said that all those who hate me love Love death. death. Boom. Boom. Jeff Nell. Boom. Come on, coach. This is uh, Georgia Guidestones. Reduce the Earth population to 500 million. This is depopulation. Despicable. It's despicable. Keith. Yeah, killing thousands of chickens so Hillary can't sacrifice them in the backyard no more. (laughs) Amen. 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 I'm I'm with you, dude. See, castrating a male pig does not make it a milk cow. Yeah, did you guys or see? Bull, did you guys see my yeah. meme? Did you see my meme on Facebook? Up. Pull up my Facebook page real quick. Greatest meme. I, th- oh, I have a lot of good ones, but this one was really good. I think. Let me see if it pops up here for you. Right there it is. There it was. Oh, you just had it. Keep going. Keep going. Oh my goodness, you had it up. There it is. Asking for my grandson. Does castrating a bull make him a milk cow? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you think about that. Think about that. That is, that's it right there. That's it right there. there. Silver. Asking for a friend. Coach. Nowhere in that list did it directly uh, attack or address homosexuality. Hmm. We missed that one. You mean on the despicable one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's, uh, listen. If he's, well, if he's a libertarian, I'm just telling you, okay, difference here. If you're a libertarian, you don't believe in the laws of God. Most libertarians believe in liberty. They believe in a sense of morality, but they don't believe in the laws of God. So a lot of libertarians think it's okay what you do with your penis. 
They think it's they think that's liberty. See, so we have to understand, folks, the, the lines that that blend together sometimes, right? Somebody thinks, well, my penis, my choice, right? My penis, my choice. Mm. I don't. I don't. How about Myra? How about How about Myra? Myra, yes, coach. Morning, beautiful people. <laughs> Go ahead, Myra. I'm kidding. You. Go ahead. <laughs> Yes, coach. Thank you so much. In regard to Chad, um, I wanted to say 1 Corinthians 10, 31 through 33. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, you do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God, just as I also Please, all men in all things, not seeing my own prophet, but the prophet of many, that they may be saved. Um, you're a good example of um, Chad of discipline, of uh, walking in the spirit and not in the flesh by going and doing your fast. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so, so, Myra, this is, folks, this is really, really critical because it's not about whether or not somebody looks better when they lose weight. I, that's the height of vanity, right? Height of it. I'm going to lose weight so I look better. Well, that's that's the height of it. It's about self-discipline, self-control, right? Gluttony is a sin. It's a sin, folks. And as I've said, often said that if you cannot control what you put in your mouth, you sure as hell ain't going to control what comes out of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, right? And so, Chad, talk a little bit about this six-month journey that you've been on to do this. What what prompted you to do it? And- well, yeah, you know, you just get tired of, you know, I mean, you say all the things, you know, you get tired of like, I'm like, you know, when you eat, you're like, golly, I'm full. I feel, I feel bloated. I feel this. Like, you know, look, I have to buy all elastic clothes because I can't, you know, I don't know how bad I'm going to be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, these things. And so you're like, look, I'm look, I'm done with this. I'm done with, and, you know, I've never been, I said, I've never been that heavy. I've never been that heavy. You were so what? Like, How heavy were you, Jen? Yeah, two, well, the last one I never realized was 259. 259. You stepped on the scales here today at what? 195. 195. Unbelievable. Keep so, going. So I'm just saying that we, you know, we need to realize that also we're, if we're being tricked with the news, we're being we're being lied to about the news. We're being lied to about many things. We're also being lied to about our portion size and our calories and what Content. And that's, self-control as well. This is why our food is so salty, because if we didn't have salt, it would have no flavor. Where's the garlic? Where's the little onion taste? Where's the where's this little peppery, uh, you know, the cinnamony thing in there? And it's just look, it, it's it's uh it's just it's more lies. It's more lies. That whole thing. And 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 some of the food just not it's not even any good. And the cheap food, because now everything's so tight financially, our cheap food. Is 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 bad. It's terrible. It's all that GMO stuff, obviously. And I don't even know if there's a corn cob out there that's not GMO anymore. I don't know. I don't know if there is. Uh, or a banana. You know, I used to like bananas, but now when you eat them, they, they make my throat swell. Is that, <clears throat> something's not right. With okay, so listen, for anyway, I'm listen, drifting, I'm drifting. You are drifting. Stay it's focused. okay. Uh, <laughs> I told Chad this morning, I, I don't know if you guys remember about a year ago, whatever. I got down under 200 for the first time and whatever. And then when I got down to 200, I started eating again. I started eating again, right? <laughs> and so I, ste- I stepped on the scales, I don't, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks ago, and I hit 215. I said, boom, that's it. That, you know, is it. I, that was the marker. That was the marker for me, right? When I hit 215, that's enough. And I decided right then that I was going to, I was go- I've lost 10. I've lost 10 pounds. Why? Because I realized that marker was there. That was the that was the jumping off point, and at that point, I began to discipline myself again for what I put in my mouth. And that's why I said yesterday, and why I said this morning, just say no, just say no to the devil, just say no. We have the power to just say no, but we don't have the will power well, to just say no. It takes courage, courage right? or whatever. Right? No, look, we know the word. But the other, the other thing is that one of the uh, reason that the lost try to lose the weight also is because look, I see what's coming here. And I, if I'm not mobile, if I'm not able to move and maneuver and things like that, if they say, well, there's going to be civil war, there's going to be unrest, you're going you're to hear all this stuff all the time. They, they, they're they trying to move us and stuff. Okay, in fact, America is getting ready to go on a super diet. <laughs> I'd rather diet on my own and get ready for that and, and be be more get the, into the, my discipline now because that's exactly what it is. Look, it takes discipline to be a Christian. It takes discipline to make a stand and take sin. Say, look, I'm not compromising on this, and it doesn't matter. 
That's the same way with sin. So that piece of chocolate cake is just like sin. So I enjoy it while I'm doing it. But as it's going down, look, there's there's consequences for what we eat. Just say no. Wrap us up, Roger Weaver. Do it. Bring us home. Yeah, Dave, I was just going to say. Let him do it. Roger! <laughs> Clay. Yeah, it takes courage to say no. So find your courage, folks. Find your courage. That's what we got to do. Amen. Say no to Satan. Say no to Satan. Just say no. Have a great weekend. Pray for us. We'll see you Monday morning.